Good Tuesday, everybody. Not Good Friday. That was last Friday. It was a good Friday. Really good Friday. But today is a good Tuesday because it's always a good day when we walk with the Lord. So here we are, April 11th. We're in the Easter season now. And so I hope everybody had an absolute wonderful, wonderful Easter. Looking at that first reading today, and of course, during the Easter season, we go through the book of Acts. And what a, what a beautiful uh, time that is to look back at that community and how our early ancestors, so to speak, you know, formed the community, formed the church that we are today. So Acts chapter 2, 36 through 41, on the day of Pentecost, of course, that that Jewish feast they had was really a pilgrim festival. So it was one of the three pilgrim festivals that, that Jewish males were supposed to get to at some point in time. And really, it was a harvest festival that um, it was like a week long or so. So on the day of Pentecost, Peter said to the Jewish people, Let the whole house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, and who knows, many of these people might have been just, you know, coming in from out of town for the festival. Um, some people heard about what happened. And they were there. They watched what's going on. And some people were probably like, wait a minute, tell me, tell me more. It's like when we missed the news one day, and we, uh, someone says, did you see that on the news the other day? I'm like, no, I didn't. And they go, keep talking about it. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. And they asked Peter and the other disciples, what are we to do, brothers? And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises made to you and to your children and to all those far off, whomever the Lord our God will call. He testified with many other arguments and was exhorting them, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 persons were added that day. Well, I can't even imagine what a baptism would be like with 3,000 people like lined up down the street all the way into the middle of town. Or Shoot, maybe they'd go all the way down to Plymouth. But anyway... So I was kind of thinking about this passage, and I thought to myself, you know, you ever been to a real nice party, real nice party or a get-together, maybe it's a family get-together, and everything is going great, you know, and then all of a sudden this turn for the worst happens. Well, in a way, Peter is like cutting short this celebration. This is a celebration, you know, and, and he's like interrupting it in a way, and he's telling people that a redirection of their efforts um, is needed that a redirection of their efforts would be in place for them to do. You know, Easter does that for us, does it not? It does that for us if we believe in our hearts that the tomb was truly empty and Jesus rose from the dead. And, and if that's the case, we need to view this Jesus not just as some historical person who talked about love, worth, and dignity, but as the very reason life exists at all. The one who has never not existed and willed us, literally willed us into being. And he did that out of a love. God willed us into a being, into being out of a love that truly knows no bounds and that even death, as our Lord has shown us, cannot contain it. And that is worth talking about. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.